because once again, we have to get to probably the greatest episode of the season. I was kind of mad that this was the episode that was next because it's just all Chloe. And the last thing I need is an episode of all Chloe. And not only all Chloe, but she gets a power to tell or to have people tell the truth. Yeah. And the last person who needs that. Okay. So let me just say this. Chloe is a victim. Chloe (laughs) in this entire episode is the person who was succumbed to the kryptonite dust where we have seen before where that does change somebody. So we don't even know if this is the real Chloe. Not only that, but everything is Clark Kent's fault. It usually is, so I'll always be behind that. All right, this one is so, and I can't wait to get into it, but just know that if Clark would have done his job, then a lot of this episode would not have happened. Yeah. But again, this is this is typical Clark behavior, okay? So I'm not too mad about that. But He's wait, consistent, at least. But let me tell you this, and this is why I'm already starting out hot. So whenever I watch this, this is where it kind of started between you and I, where you were making me watch these later season episodes. Yeah. And I'll always remember this one because I was like, man, Chloe sucks. Chloe is the one that's trying to turn on Clark. She's just using this as a manipulation tactic, blah, blah, blah. I was so against her. Yeah, you kind of were. But now after having to study each and every single scene individually and each of these characters as if they are my own children. That's right. I want to say Chloe is the victim. (laughs) And I apologize for not seeing it at first. I just want her to know the nine years stays with me forever. (laughs) And I think she is truly wonderful. And, you know, and it's, you know, the last thing I need is for Taylor to start hit this whole thing because he warned me he had a bulletproof defense. This is bulletproof. <laughs> this is completely bulletproof. And this is the beginning. So I hope everyone enjoys that. By the way, the defense is in the first five minutes of the episode. So we're all good. Whoa, her daddy. <laughs> no, no, don't worry. We'll get to it. All right. All right. But I like how you mentioned the kryptonite dust because that is a major callback, honestly, because we've we've dove deep into the myth of the supposed kryptonite dust. Well, yeah, and I don't even know if it's dust or if it's air, just some type of chemical that they've now turned kryptonite into once again. Yeah. It's another weapon. Obviously, we find it in a Luther lab. It's just coming down to... Who did it? I don't want to spoil anything. But mm. seriously, it's both of them. They're both <laughs> awful. Yeah, it's. I have no defense for them, you know? I don't think we have one for them. But Oh, uh, God, and Lex just makes me want to puke. He's, it's actually kind of crazy because remember we thought, oh, it's kind of just happening out of nowhere with Lex now. We don't know what's happening, what he's thinking, really, what he's doing. But at least... We've seen how consistent it is that he really is not making any sense now. <laughs> that Because in this episode, you're like, okay, Lex, I think you're the villain now. I don't know. I don't. But see, that's why even with the episode before last where I'm even trying to understand what he's wanting to do with Lionel and their relationship, 
why doesn't he just tell your dad you tried to turn me in for Metron Labs? It's just him going to the FBI. (laughs) It's not enough because now I don't know if this is real or not. Yeah. So is he only saying these things because he wants to get closer for the FBI? Or does he really feel these things? (laughs) It's like it's like he's trying to convince himself it's one one or the other. The audience is even like Taylor. You sound like an idiot right now. What are you even talking about? <laughs> no, exactly. No, 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 no. They're gonna be addressing us because I'm right there with you, dude. I, it doesn't make sense to me. It really doesn't. Another fun fact to have before the start of the episode. I'm sure you're happy about. Kind of. Jonathan's yeah. not in this episode, and this is the first episode that's happened that way. Yeah, because he needs a day off after getting his ass whooped <laughs> by a guy with liver problems. Yeah, the guy who won showed up. Yeah, the guy who wanted to have sex with his wife. Guess what? He probably did after that fight. She probably like healed his face or something. I'm so upset with Jonathan still. It's... I, well, maybe it's good that he's not in this one. Then <laughs> he needed a timeout. Everybody needed a timeout from Jonathan, and I'm just still getting people saying, "Taylor, take it easy. Taylor, don't say bad things about John. He's trying. You That's know right. what? Try harder." <laughs> Honestly, they should because pathetic. Pathetic. It's like, wow, you're really defending this guy. Look what he's doing. <laughs> Look at this guy. I'm. Are you seeing what I'm seeing? Can't He's even. not the best. He had, what, two good episodes this season? Yes, and it was about giving Clark advice while he was on his deathbed. Yeah. So, a heart attack will do that. Yeah, and obviously it makes you then lose a fight to Lionel Luther. God, <laughs> I can't even believe it still. I, everybody, Yeah, John's a badass. John can do this. John's a great man, great father, can do it all. No, John can't do anything. <laughs> So, you know what? Poor John, I'm man. I'm tired. Thank God he's not in it. Thank you for reminding me. You're welcome. I, I thought it was a fun fact, you know. <laughs> but it turned into a mad fact. Maybe sad. I don't know. But if you didn't know already, this is the Somebody Save Me podcast. Back again, the two nerds, with episode uh, 18, Truth, of season three of Smallville. And like I said, this is all about Chloe. Gets a new power. And we start off strong because she's right in the opening. And thank God she is because that's how you know an episode is going to be great (laughs) is when it's nighttime and Chloe Sullivan is then pulling up in a vehicle that we have never seen before. Up to a house where it is a big older man who has a Luther Corp symbol on his truck, briefcase and all, comes out, walking to his house. Chloe pulls up in this vehicle, and this man says, Gabe? <laughs> I immediately put in my notes just to pause it here real quick. Who the hell is Gabe? Yeah. I dead. thought she stole the car. <laughs> I immediately go, damn, we're starting out hot. I didn't realize Gabe is her father's first name. Yeah, they actually have mentioned that before, but oh. it's 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 like low key. I wouldn't have thought of him right away. God, people are gonna yell at me now. Nah, damn it! But Gabe, seriously, I didn't know. You don't know Chloe's father's name. He's been in like four episodes. What's your deal, Taylor? Nerd my ass. <laughs> yeah, that's that's fine. That's what you're thinking, right? Yeah, it wasn't just me. No. <laughs> So yeah, guy 
uh, or we see now the silhouette, it's a girl, and not only a girl, it's Chloe Sullivan. And she comes out the shadows, and shadows, and this guy's like, "Oh, I thought that was Gabe's car, Chloe. My bad. <laughs> what a surprise! I haven't seen you oh since my dad got fired from the plant. Yeah, how's he doing? Hanging in there." Well, she actually even says, well, he's not doing so great because guess what? He's been in HR and he's trying to find a new position and he's not able to. So what's going on exactly? Can't you tell me? I thought you guys were buddies. Here's the problem I have. And thank God you paused. (laughs) So her dad was fired from by Lex or Lionel, whichever you want. Luther Corp. Yes. And... Mm-hmm. His go-to was to head to the HR at Luther Corp to try to get a new job within Luther Corp. Well, Am I understanding that properly? See, the thing is, because I also assumed that she meant only like inside applications, like internal. Yeah. And I'm like, why do that? Why but would he keep a blind I, at this place that just fired him? To only make it make sense, I just Gabe, started to, I'm I, disappointed I corrected in myself. You. There's no way that they mean he was just hiring or trying to apply internally when the right thing to do is to not apply there when you get fired. So I assumed after realizing that that'd be very stupid (laughs) i assumed that oh she has to mean that any job anywhere that he's applying to he's not getting a nibble but i think you're right okay thank thank you because that was really that was really weird and it also makes me disappointed already in the sullivan household it's little things like this that make me concerned <laughs> for the youth thank god we have people like chloe though who are not the people that give up but the ones that strive forward to the actual goal because you know what all she wants to know is why is my dad being sabotaged from getting these positions this man even tells her listen chloe i think your father actually needs to be grateful that he is no longer at Luther Corp because the things they are doing right now, none of us are agreeing with. He yep. needs to just put Luther Corp behind him. And Chloe is a little thrown off right now. Man turns around, heads to his home, and she turns to his vehicle and she sees a hanging badge. His name is Jack, what we find out. Right. She grabs then the badge to Luther Corp. Obviously, she knows exactly where to run into. And sure. To, I guess uncover the actual dirt because she knows where to slide the card she knows that it's in lab three chloe knows all because at nine years at the torch <laughs> she never gives up why did the why did the showrunners do this bro they knew chloe is amazing look at her just busting the lab three she comes in all the doctors have their backs turned she's hiding around the corner she's like i'm gonna find what i'm looking for oh look at this doctors in lab coats walking around it's a lot of people here she goes inside of a little lab facility she then is hiding behind looks like rabbit cages and now she is looking to uncover a clue what can Velma find today? And now she goes in the back and she sees that something is covered up by a blue sheet. She, this must be weird, right? This has to go on my wall. So weird. <laughs> so weird. Caught her eye. Oh, let me lift up the, the little sheet over the cage. Oh, it's a barking dog. <laughs> oh my God. She jumps back and now she hits the machine mechanism that then turns on. It shuts the door to the lab that she is in. All of a sudden we have sirens going off. She's not even faced. 
amazed. She's just now looking around, and then she looks up top. It looks like shower heads, and now we have kryptonite mist spraying from above onto her. She seizures up, and she falls to the ground. Dude, and when is the last time we heard of crazy kryptonite air, dust, or whatever, and then seizing? Bro. Wasn't that Magneto? We're going back to three kryptonite boys, dude. Oh, I guess they did They did seizure up in the end. But We had jitters. We had even um, the doctor who managed to master the powers Well, in the that, comic for Chloe Chronicles. Well, that actually then makes me... Okay, that makes me question some things in this episode. Because now it, it automatically makes me believe that not only is she receiving a new power, but then her mind is being manipulated. Because as mm. we've seen, that would be canon, going to your point... Chloe knows that you get the jitters. Chloe knows that having the jitters is the the factor to having so much kryptonite in you. And by the way, it's not a good factor. Nope. So her automatically having this, I think she would have questioned it a little bit more unless her mind was altered, which I believe it was in this scene, which, by the way, makes me position my defense number one right now. <laughs> Yeah, maybe, whatever. But anyways, yeah, a good little call back there because we kind of have some background on that. But Chloe manages to uh, wake up and run away before the doctors find her until he does see her running away. Now we have the entire plant security running after this blonde girl, and they somehow can't catch her. Well, obviously, after nine years at the torch, she knows how to run down hallways where nobody's able to go through the corners like she can. Her wearing this black outfit makes her look like Splinter Cell. It is amazing. She then goes into the stairwell. They are then following behind. She doesn't know where to go. Who's going to save her? Nobody. That's who, because Chloe Sullivan does it all. She then goes underneath the garage as it's closing. Right when a security guard is about to grab her leg, she rolls under. He is then trapped under and now chloe runs across and she has escaped she is now leaving the facility yeah because she would escape so easily after that she's still in the plant area like she's out of the building well the good news is she covered her face so nobody (laughs) knows that she was in there right (laughs) nobody knows at all that it was chloe sullivan no one because if you're by the way this is a very common thing it seems in the family Lionel and Lex are too much alike. Let's not put cameras where we should. Yeah, I, I don't get it. Like, what, what are we doing? Come on now. Like, is it a Luther thing? Is it really? We should put a camera here. No. Why would we do that? We don't want one there. <laughs> what are you thinking? You're fired. But he would have, we would be able to see everything. Where's the fun in that? <laughs> I, do you not know this is a game? <laughs> You're not getting... Get out. Let me tell you about the Romans. <laughs> you know that you want the Greeks today or you want the Romans? Huh? Dad! He wants Greek. <laughs> oh, Lionel just comes downstairs putting his hand through his Sorry, head. son. I only know the Italian today. Whatever. Tell him. You know? No. Luther's are idiots sometimes, you know? I think they're great. No... Yeah, 
<laughs> they are in a lot of ways, but they're also just very stupid. Everyone's sarcastic. Stupid. They're awful because somehow they have a weird bond, and I don't know where any of this is going between <laughs> Maybe them. we'll just never get it because we never had that relationship with our dads, you know? And, yeah, we're just not as close. <laughs> yeah. Well, maybe we're the minority here. Maybe we're the other people who understand. God, like, really? Yeah, this is how your dad would be. Should have raised me better. I'm going to raise my son <laughs> like how Lionel raises Lex. That's what I'm going to do. Make sure you time a meteor shower around San Antonio, dude. And you, of course, just... Shave his head. Yeah, <laughs> shave his head. Shave his head before the meteor shower. Because yeah. <laughs> you never know. It might not happen. <laughs> but you always got a plan B. Plan B. That's right. And, yeah, so we we obviously had her seizing up, right? Chloe seizing up. And then she immediately got up. So... Who do you think it was? Do you think this is Lionel or you think this is Lex? Who actually, you think someone did it on purpose. Well, it's not even doing it on purpose, but it's obviously... Remember, she hit the switches. But it's obviously an experiment. So somebody is once again testing a part of kryptonite. Oh, who's behind it? So whose lab is it? Mm. Hmm. Who did you think it was? Obviously, I put in my notes it was Lionel. As far as right away, I don't think I really had that thought. Like, oh, who's doing that? But it's it's like, it's Luther Corp, so... I think in the back of my head, I'm just thinking it's either Lionel or Lex. But after watching it, I'm thinking Lex. Oh, why? Are you serious? I would never think Lex right now. (laughs) (laughs) Because Lex doesn't make sense to me. So I can never guess him. He is the ultimate Joker. He He, is the crazy wild card. Yeah, you just don't know what his, like, he could tell you a story about his real life and you don't know if he was lying or not. He's pretty good at it. Yeah, he's very good. Yeah. He also had Father Liar as his daddy. So, But enough about them, dude. We're going to Smallville High. All right. And now we are in defense number two. Oh, God. Hey, Chloe. Hey, Chloe. I've uh, been trying to break through the plane of Chloe for two halls right now. Clark running down the hallway at Smallville High, yelling for Chloe. Chloe then turns around and says, whoa, sorry. Uh, my mind is just elsewhere. But hey, Clark, can you help me out with something? I believe that I told you to do a report over Mrs. Taylor, who happens to be the time teacher of the year. So I'm going to need that report here because I told you to do it. Do you have that report? Um, well, well, I called her and left a message, but didn't get a call back. <laughs> is that real? And, and Chloe really looked at him and was like... <laughs> Clark, you know, if you want to really be a journalist, you're going to have to do more than just leaving a message. Clark, I bet if I told her to show magic, you would have done it the next day. (laughs) All right. You need to get it together already. And you know what? I am just so tired of Clark not getting these deadlines done because we're... We're now, and by the way, this is even me just trying to like talk shit right now. He's this, getting comfortable again, dude. Well, it's okay. So, am I made to believe that this is always how he is? And when he actually gets to the Daily Planet, then he is the exact same way and just a crappy reporter. I mean, wasn't he a crappy reporter? I thought he was good. I know. I never under, actually. All Star Superman comics. He was great. Whenever he went to the prison in order to interview Lex. I thought he was great in that scene. Well, eventually, he, ha- he does have to get good there. But I'm thinking, you know, as a rookie, he probably sucked. 
Well, he's awful right now. (laughs) I would put him back on the lunch menu at this point because, and the mats. Go write about the new mats in the gym, Clark. I'm tired of this. Look, man, they became friends again, and now he's getting too comfortable. He's getting too cozy. He's like, oh, yeah, Chloe would be cool about it. (laughs) But, yeah, it's like she tells him journalism isn't about sitting back and waiting for someone to hand you the truth. you got to actually work for it. So now we see Mrs. Taylor walking through the hall, and Chloe's like, oh, look, speak of the devil. Look, here we go, Clay. Do it, Clark. You're going to go now. And remember, no comment is not an option. And basically forces him. And where does Clark go? In front of Mrs. Taylor. And I was wondering if I could do you uh, get your torch interview. Uh, yeah, hey, uh, Miss Taylor, I never left you a voicemail. You don't know who I am. <laughs> Otherwise, I would have said that from the start. Clark was a liar. <laughs> and now here's the other side of it. So Mrs. Taylor was then asked from him, hey, I would like to do an interview, 10 minutes tops. I promise. After class. Not a big deal. And she completely blows him off. I was wondering if we could set a time for your torch interview. It'll be painless, I promise. Actually, Clark, I'm really busy this week. That's actually all she says. <laughs> when I saw that, I was like, I would look at Chloe. I'd be like, did you just hear that? She's the worst. I'm really busy this week. Like, I'm not. I'm trying to do this assignment. <laughs> Clark is actually the worst. Sure. Clark. Miss Taylor sucks. She said no. And he goes, all right, I'm defeated. <laughs> like, he's hey, not Chloe, even you heard her, right? Hey, <laughs> you said no comment is not an option. She said she's really busy. I would have said that. If I didn't really want to try, I'd be like, you heard her. It was not a no comment. All I know is Clark could have really tried harder from the very start because obviously he didn't even try to ever go up to her at school. And he said that he left her a voicemail. And that was his excuse. Sorry, Chloe, haven't had time. What are we talking about right now? You cannot be defending this man. He is the worst. This is his fault. I mean, yeah. Defense number two. <laughs> Anyways, Chloe's like, oh, interrupts. Mrs. Taylor, okay, well, come on. How about, how about before lit class? Does that work for you? And now we get a zoom up of, I guess, what do you want to call that? Kryptoni- I'm gonna kryptonite. Call kryptonite breath. Kryptonite breath? Yeah. So breath germs? Yeah. So that's why she's able to then get the truth out of people whenever she's asking these questions because Chloe is now infected by this kryptonite Meaning, she's not really herself. And I want everybody to hold on to that. That this isn't our Chloe Sullivan that we need. I, I mean, I kind of I know what you're going to lead to on that. And I can, I can kind of get behind it already. But yeah, but yeah uh-huh. so we see the basic... I know you can, because it's the ultimate defense. Because, <laughs> yeah, we got this whole um, Osmosis Jones scene of the breath particles going to Mrs. Taylor. And now... She it gets absorbed. Obviously, she breathes it in. Osmosis Jones is happening right now. Yeah, that would be amazing. All right, so yeah, so the breath ends up making Mrs. Taylor admit something to where it's like, no, I gotta actually prep for lit class because I didn't. I watched TV last night, so I didn't do my work. So I'm giving everybody a pop quiz right now, and you're now beginning to realize, okay. That was weird. Chloe even turns to Clark, says... Like, there's a silent moment for a second. It's like, did she really just say that? And Clark is just sitting there going, I don't know. I'm not paying attention. He is the (laughs) worst reporter. He's like, what? (laughs) Sorry. I was thinking about what was for lunch today. (laughs) 
I'm putting him back on the mats, dude. I'm so tired of him. <laughs> and now we go to the torch. And we have Pete packing up. And That's then good class. Now this scene was crazy. This is really I funny. actually really like this scene. <laughs> I because, like a lot of scenes this episode. It's a very it's, enjoyable one. No, it's not bad because we get... It's, it's, it's the Smallville lore. We get more Smallville lore. We get more... I guess deception with the villains, potential villains. We get more kryptonite stuff. We're actually really local, and it's this is all the main characters. Yeah. No, there's no guests here, you know. There's and, not, and that's true. And like, there's really not a lot of Lana either. There's no John. There's no John. There's not a lot of Lana because Lana doesn't make sense. Did you know that her name is really Pam Beasley? <laughs> I just want to let you know that. Um, but now, whenever we're Watching this scene, and they head into the torch, all three of them, Pete, Chloe, and Clark. They're now, Chloe is asking, hey guys, what are y'all doing this evening? Pete's then saying, oh, I'm going to be watching the game over at Clark's. And because I'm going over there, he said that he's going to be buying dinner. Or making dinner. No, no, so Pete's providing the big screen, and Clark is getting the dinner. I thought Pete was going to his house, though. No, no, no. Clark is going to Pete's because uh, judges, dude, oh, big screen. rich boy. Rich I've... boy. He's the guest there, so he, he he's providing the big screen. And the house, he's got to provide the food. I forgot dude. rich boy. I'm rich sorry. Rich boy, dude. For some reason. I That's th- the Ross Plasma, bro. I just thought that, yeah, because Clark was, you know, going to waste gas in Jonathan's truck. <laughs> that That's why that then Pete was going to be providing this i don't know <laughs> but so yeah so he meant she mentions that and then oh chloe's like oh clark's cooking what's on the menu pete and pete's like oh we're getting shark dogs from uh, metropolis so clark's gonna go get that and he and then chloe's like whoa whoa whoa, whoa, whoa. back up six hour drive bro tell me clark's gonna drive six hours for to pick up a couple hot dogs and Pete's like, well, when Clark goes son- supersonic, he can make the round trip in like two minutes. And now Chloe is completely thrown off where then she turns around to Clark and Clark is saying, ha, kidding. He's kidding. And it's kind of it's kind of Bible. He's like, he's kidding. Like, and know. now Clark decides to grab Pete saying, let's go, <laughs> Pete. And then Dude. takes him outside of the room and says, what the hell is your problem? Big brother is mad. And it's he, like he literally grabbed a weak human and said, hey, what the fuck do you think you're doing, Pete? <laughs> and Pete is really confused, though, too. And you do kind of feel bad for him because he's really like, I don't know what just happened, man. I love how they didn't walk too far outside the, the torch door because Chloe could definitely hear Clark yelling at Pete. All right. Well, you wouldn't decide to spill my secret. Think about it next time. So she didn't hear that. Clark pretty much broke Pete's arm. <laughs> like, I just, that's how hard he grabbed Pete whenever they exited that room. And he just immediately flung it to the side. Pete is having to go to the nurse right now, <laughs> thanks to Clark. I hope he's satisfied. And all Pete wanted to do was have a nice buddy night watching the game. Shark dogs ruined. <laughs> yeah. They ain't getting shark dogs tonight. Yeah, Pete, Pete's dog's going to be Also, shark it. dogs, like, are they that good? How good are these hot dogs? They're from a damn baseball game. Are they the ballpark dogs? Or are they the. Yeah, well, I have, hope so. Yeah. If anything, yeah. Be. And by the way, that doesn't make them better. No. It's like it's a hot dog. 
Well, mate, we'll wait. There are different hot dogs. I mean, but yeah. I'm not gonna go all the way to a ballpark <laughs> though to get a hot dog. And be like, this is the best hot dog ever. Yeah, hey, I'm going to Fenway Park. <laughs> Give me a couple, a uh, couple dogs, couple dogs. Yeah, people that are from Fenway Park <laughs> are now gonna not listen to this show. We're done. We're done. I don't think we have New York listeners, or oh, sorry, Upper East Coast. You know, original 13 colonies. Yeah, now we. Do. <laughs> yeah, we're done with that. Anyway, next scene. Next scene, we have let's our, go to Luther Court. Our favorite daddy, Lionel Luther, and look, he has some gashes, some leftover bruises from John's fight last week. Yeah, he's like licking it right now because he's so happy. He's, he's like, like, I won. I banged Martha last night. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh Lex, hey, and Lex is like, hey, uh, why'd you call me here? And now Lionel is having to explain to him, oh, I just wanted to speak about the little incident that happened last night in Lab 3. Oh, it was already taken care of. There's nothing to worry about. Well, I saw a team with hazmat suits going in and out. I'm pretty sure that that's not normal, but hey, as long as nothing was released, right? That's all that matters. Yeah, a chemical agent wasn't released, right? Ha ha ha. Lex is then looking at him. You know what, Dad? I'm I'm curious, what's the sudden urge in having a micromanagement? Ooh. And now Lionel is looking at him because I'm concerned about you, Lex. Oh, you know I'm concerned that you're concealing things from me, and you wouldn't do that to Papa, right? I mean, are you? Yeah. And Lex gets a little closer, whispers in his ear. Hey. <laughs> we all have our secrets. <laughs> Why do you do that? Why did he do that? <laughs> <laughs> Ligma. <laughs> I don't know why he didn't. I haven't even put it in my notes. I go, why did we just get that close? You're it, the it only was, two in this it office. It was a simple question, too. It was like, you're not deliberately concealing things from me, are you? No, I'm not. See you later, Dad. That's what we could have done. But no, we had to bring the soap opera yeah, part of into course, it. Yeah, of course. We, had we said. Hey, Dad. We all have our secrets. <laughs> Bro, why do you do that? And and then and then Lionel makes a weird reaction to that statement. We all have our secrets, and Lionel's like, mm. he like wants to smile. He doesn't. And now Lexton walks away. And now I don't know if Lionel's about to cry or not. But we're about <laughs> yeah, to dude, I don't get. To Lex now outside of his car, and Lex is having to take a breather. Yeah, he, he looks is, like he's freaking out. And he takes off, unbuttons his shirt, rips off the microphone, and says, I'm just too bothered right now. What is going on between the Luthers? Dude, they are weird. Like, very weird. Because this man looks stressed in the car, and he's take yeah, he's taking off the wire, he starts the car, and cut. What are we doing? What are they doing? What is this cat and mouse game? Is it even cat and mouse? I don't know what they're playing anymore. I've been trying to figure out their game the whole time. It's like... I don't know, dude. They're they're really weaseling. They're just being super weasels right now. And it's like... who's who's Who has the upper hand? I don't know. Maybe they're playing like Mousetrap. <laughs> Uh, 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 just trying to capture each other there's like not even cheese there's no reward there's nothing here. there's nothing here it's like i think y'all got lost in the game yeah it's whoever doesn't get trapped 
is really the name of the game. Or maybe it's just to a point where are we getting too far now? We're just so sunk in the game. Like, this is our lives. Like, we're not even going to be petty or anything like that anymore. It's just pure manipulation. Like Yeah, planes going down, yeah. saving from hurricanes. <laughs> yeah, you know what? Let the games begin, motherfucker. <laughs> I mean... I'd go full sociopath. This is awful. I'd go full sociopath, for sure. I don't know what is going on between them at all this (laughs) season. It's hardcore, and it's disturbing. It's like... Did you ever watch that movie, like, Ready or Not? The hide-and-seek game? Yeah. Where the guy brings his wife, his new new wife. Yeah, yeah, and they're the the family. Yeah, and they're the family of the actual, like, game company. Yes, I have. And they play a game, but that's what—that's the vibes I get with these two. Like, there's those people that are just getting really lost in this ritual of game, and like they are. And we've seen before. I mean, Lex has physically killed someone, I think multiple people, and Lionel has definitely killed people. Yeah, well, we saw even couple episodes ago what he does to an entire lab facility whenever there's about 20 bodies of doctors just laying across and then Lionel looks at his son and says well you think I'm that sloppy okay Lionel is very sloppy all around that was Adam dude well no Lionel was very sloppy though in oh yeah, yeah yeah that he does so him even trying to I don't is he trying to have Lex admit that he's doing experiments so then he can say, I'm proud of you? Is yeah. he just wanting something to be admitted to him? Because I really am trying to figure out what, they, what Lionel even wants. Is he just like wanting his son to admit it? Because even if Lex does say, this is what I'm doing, what's Lionel's reaction? Yeah, Lionel really wants him to best him in whatever yeah. sick way that is. Like, Did you succeed in an experiment? I'm not impressed. Yeah, if you didn't, then I hate you, but did you? I'm not impressed, Lex. Alexander! Okay, but if you did, I want to (laughs) know. So now we get away from those two buffoons. We go back to the other two buffoons. Well, let's go now to a scene that also proves why Clark is a horrible reporter (laughs) and why everything is his fault. All right, so we're at the Kent house. We're doing some, obviously, some torch work. Okay, so we have testimonials, student accolades, everything except for Mrs. Taylor. Well, Chloe, like, if she doesn't want to talk, maybe we should just let it go? And then get interrupted by Martha. Martha comes in with the groceries. And Clark goes out to help with the rest of the groceries. And here we go, Chloe, talking to Martha. Oh, thanks for the flowers you sent, John. Yeah, of course. How's he feeling? Uh, it's been really difficult. You know, he's depressed and angry. And, you know, I worry that when he comes out of this, he won't be the same man that I married. And, and yeah. And now they're just looking at each other, and Chloe's like, what the f- what? And, damn, that's crazy. Like, how's Clark been handling all this? Um, that's very emotional, by the way. That was pretty sad. Um, if I'm Chloe... I'm not going to continue the conversation. Oh, this is your defense number two? Yeah, well, this is still a part of the defense number one and number two. Clark is number one. (laughs) Or, I'm sorry, the mist is number one. Clark is number two. Gotcha. So right now what we have is the mist still affecting Chloe's brain slowly but surely. Why? Because now it's Martha then revealing these sensitive subjects. You would think that Chloe even would then stop the conversation right away because now we're getting to an inappropriate area. But um, instead, but Chloe loves inappropriate areas with Kent, dude. Not with John. Like that's the thing about, it, and that's why 
I don't think she would have continued it unless there was something well, that's now like eating at that that urge. It's well, like her follow up question was about Clark. She didn't continue it about John. Fair. You know? Fair, but still, I don't think she would continue. She's not like that. Nine years at the torch, she would never let me down like this. Yeah, and then, okay. And Clark, yeah, she so she asked, how's Clark been handling all this? Well, he thinks he's to blame for everything Jonathan, you know, that happened to Jonathan. And, and of course, Chloe's like, well, why the, what? No, why would he blame himself for that? It was like, well, because of Metropolis. And then, he, you know, Jer- Jer- or Clark's father had to help John and go get Metropolis uh, Clark back. Um, what? Mom! Hey! Yeah. Hey, where do you want these groceries? What? Yeah, Clark's like even holding it in like a weird way. It's like, okay, how are you holding it like that, actually? And Chloe's like, Clark, you didn't, you found your biological father and you didn't even tell me? I was like, no, f- like figuratively, you know? Like, I've just been, you know, I think that was a big part of like why I ran away this last summer and, you know, was going through that whole thing. He runs over to the table, cleans up Chloe's things, and says, you know what, let's pick this up tomorrow. Yeah, uh, can you please get out now? Thanks. Uh, Chloe is now a little bit confused, says okay, turns around, and then heads to the door. Martha is then standing there, and you know what Clark doesn't do? He doesn't grab her arm and then say, why would you say that like he did with Pete? So can somebody explain this to me? Also, wasn't he supposed to be at Pete's watching the game tonight? Obviously, something ruined their relationship for the evening because Clark is there with Chloe having to do the interview about Mrs. Taylor. Well, I mean, there is no defense there on that one. Yeah. Where is Pete? Um, also, no, it's, it's his mom, dude. He, he clearly got annoyed. He was like, Mom, what do I put the groceries? He clearly he was mad. He was definitely mad. But he's not he's not gonna be physical with why his mom. Is, why like that. is he not be physical with her? Uh, physical if it's his Pete. friend, okay, it's his friend. He could definitely be physical with Pete. Pete loves that shit. What do you mean? <laughs> Grab me harder. <laughs> Whoa, Clark! Why aren't you using your super strength? Clark, pop it out of place for me. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, man! Teach me a lesson. <laughs> So, back to the serious moment, Taylor. God, what a steer away, dude. Dude. Shit. I'm sorry. (laughs) So, Clark basically kicks Chloe out. I love that part. He's like, yeah, why don't we pick this up tomorrow? Get the fuck out, please. Before you ask another question. And uh, Martha's just like, I'm so sorry, Clark. I have no idea, like, why I did that. Like, I just just answered her. He's like, Mom, I don't think it's you. Honestly, something happened earlier. And yeah, I think it's Chloe. I think something happened with Chloe. Now, let's get to the greatest scene on planet Earth. It's probably the best five seconds anyone has ever seen in Smallville history. Because Joseph, to start the next scene, we go to the town. And I want to ask you a question. Did you know that Lana (laughs) is an artist? Um, Did she attend a camp back in the day that I'm not aware of? Lana is reading a pamphlet for an art school in Paris. Right. It seems prestigious, no? Here, Here is my issue with what she's doing right now. <laughs> she says that she was into poetry. We have heard that before when it comes to the uh, pirate who is kept in his basement and Lex... We have heard this type of resemblance that that is what Lana's into when it comes to that art community, you could say. 
Mm. When it comes to actual, this seems like an art school, meaning painting. Now, I don't know if Lon is the best finger painter anyone has ever seen, but I'm going to put my money on no. And that's kind of my issue with what she's looking at. Also, why do we have to go to Paris? Can we go to, like, California or something? No, we need to get out of the country entirely because the whole Smallville represents the entire country. (laughs) If you didn't know. We could do this across states. We don't have to go across seas. Dude, why would we? That's too local. It's too local. (laughs) I need a whole ocean to separate me from my country. I need to go overseas. I need to be wee wee Lana Lang. Lana Lang. Fucking idiot. I hate her so much. The good news is if she does go to Paris after all, and spoiler. Oh, yeah. Spoiler. She does. <laughs> it's the beginning. When I saw this, I was very mad because I hate that portion of I'm season just- four. So to prepare, I'm already starting Passport to Paris by the Olsen twins because <laughs> I need to get cultured. And now I'm going to be able to figure out exactly where Lana's mindset is. We should make that an assignment for everyone, including me. I'll watch it with you if you okay. want. But everyone, starting from this episode, because we get teased about Paris, make sure you finish this assignment by watching that Olsen movie. Olsen Twins. Olsen Twins. What's it called again? Passport to Paris. Passport to Paris. Make sure to watch that before season four. And if you don't, you're dead to us. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. By the way, that movie's so awesome. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways, so yes, it's a real stupid moment that she's reading a brochure to some, it looks like a prestigious art school in Paris, and she looks really optimistic reading that brochure. And, And of course, Clark comes in into the Talon, and he's like, hey, Lana, are you busy? He's like, no, I'm just finishing up Morning Rush. Um, um, I'm is, sorry, uh, you were reading. This is actually a really hardcore scene as well. And it's because whenever then she turns around and says, no, I was just a little busy. Yeah, well, I haven't been around lately because I know that. Figured we need space. And she goes, yeah, but it doesn't look like you're giving me that. <laughs> Whoa. Whoa. She, I mean, Let's she did. Take I feel like she does. back, Lana. I ha- I just said I've been giving you space. It's been what? Okay, hold on. A Is couple it- days. Oh, <laughs> damn it. Come on, dude. Clark can't resist, man. She's a meteor freak. Who the f- who was it again that said it wasn't? What? Rainy day. Yeah, rainy day. Yeah, you telling me he can't resist her? I'm just saying uh now nah, you are rainy, rainy day, day right talk now. talk shit to you saying you didn't know what you were talking about and you should know better yeah so i don't know what that means but there was a lot of shots being thrown and all i have to say is i really need a time frame here because i need to know if it is a few days or if he's at least giving her a week if he's giving her a week then she's i mean we have to assume it's a week because they usually go by the the like the weekly and she's the week kind space. of acting like an asshole yeah which is right i mean we remember what Clark did, right? He stole the kiss. Yeah. <laughs> he stole a kiss, and I can't ever forgive him for doing that, and I get it. Yeah, she drops that little low ball there. It's like, yeah, we're not really good at keeping each, giving each other space, huh? It's like, well, um, oh, wait, what's she saying? What did they say right here? Oh, uh, he was saying that, no, don't worry, I wasn't here to see you. I was actually here to see Chloe to see if you have noticed anything different about her. Right. And we actually have some time lapse in this episode. I'm sure you noticed, too. Because she even says, like, I don't want to cross any roommate boundaries. Uh, but this guy called for her yesterday. I don't want to was... cross any roommate boundaries, but let me cross some roommate boundaries. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm a good friend. 
But guess what? <laughs> like, I won't. I am just the best secret keeper. But let me tell you what Susie told me. Remember how, day. like I said, I was finishing Morning Rush? I'm on the clock. But I'd rather gossip. And I, in your clock, so, you know, we're bad at space. <laughs> what is going he- on? <laughs> Why did she even open up with that if she was just immediately going to spill everything after? This is why they're meant for each other, dude. They're idiots. God, Lana, Paris better change you. <laughs> That's all I know. Anyways, this guy called for Chloe yesterday when she was out. An old co-worker of her dad's. And he was freaking out. Uh, yeah, the clock's like from Loot to Corp. He sounded upset because he was wondering if she had taken a security card. And Clark's like, klepto Chloe? Nah, it doesn't seem right. Like he said that whatever stole it broke into a lab at the plant two nights ago. Just had to pause it real quick. Chloe does steal things, and we've seen it with the vial, even with Adam. Chloe would take things if it's about her story. Clark mm-hmm. would know this. The wall of weird is right there. And you've seen her even be personal with people's information. For God's sakes, Lex thinks he has superpowers with his high white blood cell count. Clark should know that Chloe would do this in order to get somewhere inside of Luther Corp. <laughs> that doesn't sound like her. Clark, do you even know her? This Maybe is so. another... That is kind of weird. That is kind of weird. Good he, point out. Cause... He has problems. That is kind of weird. Yes. Well, it's not really unorthodox, you know? No, she's the reporter. Nine years at the torch. She knows how to break the case. She knows where to find the evidence. She knows all. Stop. And so, yeah, two nights ago. So we have a little time lapse here that obviously two nights ago, whatever day that was. And so Clark's like, oh, okay. Clark, the kids show. I don't know what you just said. Do you want to see other people? <laughs> I miss you. Can we kiss again? Damn it, Clark. No. <laughs> and so we go back to Smallville High. And we actually pull into the faculty parking lot right in front of the school. Mrs. Taylor's coming out. Looks like this is probably her son because he comes out of the same car. Chloe, oh, Mrs. Taylor, Mrs. Taylor, I'm sorry to be pulling the 60 minutes card, but I'm crashing a deadline here. Don't worry, I'm going to let you continue here. I just have to ask you a simple question. If Clark would have done this with Mrs. Taylor, would he have probably gotten the story by now so Chloe wouldn't have had to do this? Maybe. Okay. Just wanted to hold on to that thought. So remember, her it was her refusal to talk. So so also at the same time though, Clark could have gotten the story much sooner, where Chloe shouldn't have to do it herself. But because Clark is not able to do it, Chloe has to step in to complete his own assignment that she gave him. Right. Okay, that's an incompetent employee. We need to fire him because Chloe is doing his job at this point. Let's just continue the scene. <laughs> So Chloe stops her. I'm crashing a deadline here. Can we just pop this off really quick? And then only because I know you'll never let me off the hook. So fine. And then, of course, talking to the son. I'm sure it's having the having the best teacher as your mom is pretty cool, huh? He's like, yeah, she's the best. Yeah, cool. It's really cool. It's like, what do you like about teaching? I enjoy the students. Okay, any downsides? Always having to hide the truth. Okay. And, and now Weird her, reaction. her son looks at her. What? What yeah, are you I don't, talking about? That, it's not that crazy of an answer. Like, no. And also, hey. To spawn those reactions. I'm not hanging out with my mom right now while she's getting interviewed by the high school reporter. I'm turning around. Goodbye, mom. Yeah. 
that would have been i don't know why he, he was still I, i'm right there with you because i would have been like i'm going to see my friends sadly this kid gets picked on at there, smallville and High. there's no way it's that cool to have your mom as a teacher like i'm sorry yeah it's not it's, you, you no. would be going to class right now yeah so and of course chloe's like okay i'm sorry but the truth about what like what are you trying to hide uh that mrs taylor doesn't exist and then the son's <laughs> <What>? like, <laughs> this is cool. This is a, my real name is Marianne Lewis. And I've been running from my past since 1972. And, uh, uh, and then, of course, Chloe's like, I don't understand. What did you do? I was part of a radical group. Okay. We planted explosives outside a bank in Seattle. First rule of Fight Club, you do not talk about Fight Club. Um, I think she was part of this Fight Club, dude. <laughs> That's what I mean. I think she was part of... This is she is part of Fight Club. She's a part of Fight Club. This is absolutely insane. Like, yeah, it was pr- it's like they just made it back in the seventies. That's it. Yeah, that's all it was. It's, yeah, it's like it's the hippie version. So you know, I'm sorry. It's like, uh, you know, the cops got involved and and like you know, it was all an accident. I didn't mean to. The bomb went off, and Chloe's like, I'm sorry. Are you wanted for murder, Mrs. Taylor? She planted a bomb with the radical group in a Seattle bank, but she didn't think anybody was there. Security guard walks out, kaboom. She was just the driver. She had no idea. And now her son looks at her. Chloe is licking her lips going, I got a yeah, story. And then the son's looking like, oh, she's just writing everything down. It's like, I swear I never meant for anyone to die. Uh, and he's like, what are you saying, mom? It's like, I should have told you this years ago. Why aren't you in class? Weren't you in class? Chloe's like, yes, cry some more. Please keep going. And I'm she's so just sorry. jotting everything down. And then, and then, of course, Chloe's like, okay, Mrs. Taylor. So, and he's like, shut up. Shut up, you dumb idiot. God. The well, son then steps in front. So now Chloe's not able to say another question. The son then pushes his mother saying, oh, my God, what is going on? That had to be a joke, right? And Chloe is there just like, again, just licking her teeth now. Just mm. Oh, the son's name is Willie. What a great name. That kid gets picked on. <laughs> and so now Chloe's really happy about this. And she posted the story on the front page of the torch. And she is walking in giddy. And I'm sorry, she has a deadline. So is this this is the same day? Um, How did those get printed so quick? Because she... Or is it the next day? Because she was wearing the same outfit. So this would be same day. She's wearing the same outfit. When you're editor of the torch for nine years, you can Dog. get the same day out when Prince? it comes to the press. Printed and inked and all of the above. She you're out of your mind. is the greatest reporter of all time. And I want you to understand something. This is why this is not the real Chloe. Chloe would not have printed the story so quickly. You're proving my point now. That this is the kryptonite affecting her mind. She would have tried to back up the story with facts here. Instead, it's her immediately printing because it's turned into gossip, not actual facts. All right. Well, I'm just going to backtrack whatever I just said because this is actually the next day. She's Uh wearing a whole different outfit. Then, by the way, I still stand by it. Because even with his quote here, he does say, congratulations, Chloe, within 24 hours, you've had the whole student body hate you. So it was within 24 hours. Now that's more believable, okay? I didn't think she was printing them same day. 
I still stand by my original. Because then they can just print them out that whole day and the nightly cycle. And because even with the twenty four hours, I don't think it would be enough when it comes to her actually doing her due diligence in order to figure out exactly the overall story with the bombing in Seattle. She would have had to have some type of eyewitness report. She would have to have talked to somebody, maybe get the cameras from the 1972s, if there were any. Either way, she would have known the contacts. I give her all of this. It just would have taken longer than 24 hours if she really cared about the story. But she doesn't. She just cares about what's going to be shocking. And that's where now she turned into a gossiper. Clark does say within 24 hours, you've got the whole student body hated you. Because she posted the Mrs. Taylor story as front page news. And of course, Clark is already questioning her. Like, look, you're, t- you're taking this way too far. Did you break into the lab the other night? And it's like... Oh, so you figured it out, huh? I guess there's a bit of journalistic power between those blue jeans, huh? Those blue denims. (laughs) Stupid. And now with Chloe and Clark, where Clark thinks, hey, I need to take you to the hospital. I think something serious is going to happen. Chloe then says, oh, yeah, isn't it so much fun? And then she walks up to a girl named Rebecca, who she then decides to once again not ask a serious question, but instead ask gossip. It is gossip. It's like, hey, so, you know, everyone failed that geometry class test and got C's on it, but you got an A. How'd you do that? Oh, I swiped the answer key today before the test. And then everyone's just Clark like... Clark then hmm. looks wide-eyed and is like, oh, my God, Rebecca. Nah, nah, he's cool about it. Look at it, he's like... No, he's like, I'm going to tell on you. <laughs> really, bitch? <laughs> In my school? On my land? Chloe then is extremely happy with herself because Rebecca now is panicking. You're not going to tell anybody now, are you? She and is Chloe pretty much laughs, going to cry. But she is a villain. Chloe's a villain right now. Exactly. This. Hold on. No, she is not a villain yet. But obviously, once again, these are where Chloe is not after any type of real story here, which is why it's confusing to me and why I don't believe this is really her. There's no. There's no intelligent question being asked. And this is where it gets even worse because now, yeah, you'd probably have to expel her after this incident. Where she then walks up to a girl named Mindy, who is the head cheerleader. Hey, Mindy, you're always so upbeat. What the hell bothers you? You know what bothers me? Our shitty football team and <laughs> how much they lose. It's so hard to cheer for a losing team. Um, and, and there's like she's just surrounded by jocks too. And now we got the head jock <laughs> who then comes up, Mindy. What are you talking about, Mindy? What do you mean? What do you mean we suck? And now Chloe is laughing. She then asks that head jock, "Is Doug? Doug? Gross? Hey, if you could take anybody to prom, who would you take? Now look at this. But hold on. Why would she want to know that? Why would that be a question? I truly think she was probably just wondering if it was what girl it was. And why would she care? Gossip. So this isn't the real Chloe. I mean, she loves gossip, though. She loves this? She does not love this type of gossip. She loves knowing everything, bro. Are you kidding me? I know she loves knowing everything. I know. Nine years at the torch tells me every single day. However, this is... 
is not something she would care about. Because when Doug is asked this question, then he responds, oh, that would be Fitz. And Fitz is just some big white dude who's also the quarterback, Thomas Fitzpatrick, the quarterback. And it's like, wow, I didn't expect that one. And now they look at each other. Doug is about to hit Chloe in the face. Clark then stops Doug and says, hey, man, uh, we'll just not post this at all anywhere. Clark then pulls Chloe away. Chloe is then so happy with herself. She's doing a little spin. And now Chloe like, looks Can you to imagine Clark. all that I could uncover? I could even uncover the mystery of Clark Kent. And what does she do then, Joseph? What are you hiding from me, Clark? And now Clark then looks at her. Or what do you her, keep hiding from me, Clark? Completely shocked. And he now says, I can't believe you would ask me that. She then realizes it's worked on everybody else. How come it has not worked on you? Uh, you know what, Clark? Whatever scares you, I'm going to be able to get underneath your armor eventually. Yeah. Why are you so scared to uncover your secret? Um, Why is he so afraid of? And dude. This isn't Chloe. Oh, it's not this Chloe. This isn't Chloe. Really? Because she's not been after her secret or his secret for the past three seasons, bro. This is Nicodemus, Chloe, in a way. This is not really her. She is infected by a drug that's then altering her state of mind. I'm sorry, dude. Your defense is going to be debunked there because when we get to the end of the episode. Okay, I'm just I'm just also, there's no debunking that if Clark would have done his job, then Mrs. Taylor's <laughs> life would not have been ruined. No, but that she is actually herself. That's all my argument is, is that she is herself. Okay, so you're saying, okay, defense number two, though, you're saying is flawless, though. It's Clark's fault on Mrs. Taylor. Sure, yeah, for sure. <laughs> okay. So defense yeah, well, one, I have to still prove to you with. I got you. Don't worry. This is gonna keep going. No, nah, it's it's her, man. No, no, no. This is not no, her because she's gonna she's gonna have that nice little talk with Clark at the end, and we're gonna she's talk about that. She's not. Yeah, it, yeah, yeah, yeah. It doesn't matter because Clark even backs me up on this, so it's not really my problem. You love Clark? Um, no, I did not <laughs> say that. Instead, I just said that Clark proves my defense correctly, and it just further validates that once again, Taylor. 21, Joseph, 1. All right, anyways. <laughs> don't you think it's kind of weird that she wouldn't just put two and two together there? That that obviously this is just be more adding to the mystery. She asked Clark those questions. And he's like, I can't believe you actually just asked me that. What is your deal? And, and he doesn't answer, right? So it's like, yeah. she even points it out. It's like, wow, everyone would have answered, but why didn't you? Yeah. And that is where she would have gone further into that Instead, it was more of a challenge for her where then she, once again, is more giggly and smiley about it versus actually serious. It just It's still weird to me, you know, with all these kryptonite powers, you know how they don't affect him? And some do. Yeah. Like Delete, where somehow he was able to be mind-controlled in order to hit Chloe with his car, but yet breath for kryptonite is not able to affect him whatsoever well did we i, I don't think we labeled that one as a kryptonite power bro oh delete yeah so yeah that was just algorithm it that's, was just green i guess okay okay then actually that further oh man that further validates delete then so that would then explain why her power would have worked that's that shit's practically magic and you know magic works on clark that's true interesting okay because that's basically hypnotism let's just remember that because then there could be things that are said that are incorrect then oh for that sure. are supposed to be canon but i think we proved the show wrong with what we're validating right now yeah and then it's like remember mr touch god that better than the creators that didn't work on him <laughs> And then that, that shows crypt, 
Newtonian breath particles or kryptonite breath particles, and it somehow doesn't affect him. And it, is it like is it like a weird thing? Like, oh, you're from this land, so these molecules wouldn't hurt you that way. But with humans, it would penetrate better or more. I don't know because it's something a foreign substance. You know, it's like you go. You know, we're from here, North America. We go to Asia, and we somehow are not immune to certain maybe things from over there. You know, just like that type of similarity. Vaccines and shit. No, no, no. And I like where you're going with it overall because it would make sense that way where certain things affect him in different ways. It's just, it's interesting how Clark, it really doesn't affect him in some ways, even though, and this is where I enjoy it, but also it's kind of like a problem for me. It's still kryptonite. Right. So it would still right affect him? It should. Like Technically, if, it should. If her breath is kryptonite breath and it were to go into his nostrils, wouldn't that mean that... He'd be like... <laughs> just like sneezing all over her? Yeah. <laughs> probably like having nosebleeds or something. <laughs> like That's why... Clark, what are you hiding from me? <laughs> it's just like oozing out. And he's like, what the fuck? But yeah, I hate to say that. But that's what I believe. And that's why I like it. But also, if it's kryptonite, it should affect him in some way. It should. All right, let's go to the lab three at Luther Corp. Yes. So we go to lab three at Luther Corp. Secured labs, the same one that Chloe was in. Clark. (laughs) Oh, did you know? Hold on. Anybody can get in here. That's right. Anybody. Clark can get in anywhere. We already know this. Cages are empty. It's cleaned out. There is nothing in here. It's bright lights. Clark's just like looking around and wondering, I guess, what to really even look for. And of course, he looks, starts looking through some uh, cabinets, hey. pulling out f- old files. Just uh, pausing it real quick here. Do we have X-ray vision? Yeah. Could we just do X-ray? No, vision? we have to physically touch everything, leave our fingerprints, um, and actually not use our powers. Do you remember Biakagon? Yeah. Okay. Just, we could have been outside doing this. I just want to throw <laughs> these things out there. Let's continue the scene. Like we could have been X-raying everything to see where it crypt kryptonite dust particles wherever that is at and now we get a first glimpse because this will be mentioned a lot more he sees a file in a drawer and it's called levitas and so levitas is going to be something i think that comes around more uh after this episode but we now have lex walking in do you remember clark having super hearing yeah and that clark would be able to hear everybody that would be coming down he would hear footsteps from miles away okay i just want to throw these things out there to you i'm sorry let me clark's high (laughs) what is he doing he's just going down there huh i wonder what's over here this is lab three huh heard a lot about you yeah, Chloe got infected with something. I wonder where it is. <laughs> Time to play a game. I spy. <laughs> like, what is he even doing? Because when Lex does come in here, he's just like, hey, idiot, what are you doing? Unauthorized visit, huh? He's like, well, I got to check with my security team. He's like, oh, the door was open. I was like, oh, it looked broken to me. So, yeah, I definitely will get my security team to look at that. So, Clark broke it. Which then would validate that he is super strength. That would then validate that he is stronger. He's because... like a he's like just a dumb brute or something. I don't get I was, it. Like I was. He's like, like a monkey. He's like a gorilla, bro. Just no strength. I'm stronger than you. I am man. I am better. I'm Marshall of this Smallville. <laughs> That's how he asserted dominance. Door says locked. I say no. <laughs> locked. Yeah, right. Not in my town. <laughs> 
Want to tell me why you're here? I'm worried about a friend, Lex. That friend wouldn't have happened broken into my lab a few nights ago, huh? Would they? All right, cool. Awkward silence. I'm going to guess yes. That's the same friend. Hey, Clark. Why don't you tell me? You only have three friends, right? Okay. I'm just going to do process of elimination real quick here yeah. on who I think this would be. Pete? Chloe. Weird reaction. It's Chloe. <laughs> he would find out in literally three seconds. Lex, if he tried hard enough, he could easily find out Clark's secret. <laughs> if he tried hard enough, my God, he could fool him so quick. In one of these situations, he would just be like, how'd you break that handle? And Clark would smile. <laughs> Wouldn't you like to know? <laughs> Nerd. <laughs> And so Lex is like, why don't you just tell me, Clark? He's like, last time I told you the truth, my conversation was being sent to the FBI. Okay. All right. What what did they hear about, huh? And you know what, Clark? I said that you and your family were completely off limits, so you're just going to have to trust me. You know what, Lex? There's something happening to my friend. And uh, and what what were you working on down here? I need to know. An old project of my dad's, he was tr- I was trying to salvage something from his failure, um, but dead end. And now Clark is confused, then where is it? I was like, where is everything? I decided to cut my losses, so I just cleaned it out. Clark, we didn't get far enough to where, you know, to gauge anything potential as far as side effects and such. If this friend was exposed to anything in here, there could be a serious health risk because we don't know what those risks were. Meaning that it would be affecting her right now. So meaning that that would be able to alter the state of mind of an individual yeah, because this is, they're no longer themselves. This is the weird part of Lex we're getting because he he knows what the project is. Yeah, of course and he so knows. he's clearly hinting like, yeah, um, prob- not going to tell you what it was about, but, you know, we didn't gauge any potential side effects and, you know... Could probably die or something. Hey, so Clark, do you know what those side effects are by yeah, chance? Do your friends got something? What do they have? I tell me. I can't help if you don't tell me a name, Clark. Also, like, come on, man. I don't know what they have. You hey, know? side effects? What? Yeah, well, who is it, Chloe? <laughs> Clark's in it. What? <laughs> now let's go to the best scene. We have Chloe walking <laughs> into the talent. And <laughs> this is your favorite scene, by yes. the way. Yes, she walks in. She's twirling around because she's seeing all these people just staring at her. And well, you're going to assume it's the high schoolers. And they're bumping into her as they are leaving. Yeah. As if she just showed up and she smells bad, they are now wanting to exit the town because they cannot be in the same room. The town wants to stone her. Yes. Basically. The high school stu- student body. And so now... And by the way, we've seen what they do in fights when there's attempted murder going on. So right. I'm going to say that stoning could be on the table at I think, Smallville High. I think it's still legal. You know, when Clark landed and became Marshall eventually, he probably like read all the laws of the city and whatnot. He saw that one and was like, no, I've always liked this one. We should keep this one. <laughs> but they vote on it. They usually like it's oh, a no, no, survivor no. vote. And then it becomes up to like the they high vote school. if they want to stone that person. Yes, exactly. They put yes or no on a piece of paper. Oh, okay. And then they calculate it. And then essentially, if they cannot agree, it turns into the Hunger Games, and seven are chosen randomly. And I'm telling you, you know, like the ones who probably say no to it still show up and watch. <laughs> well, duh. Because <laughs> remember, fight, fight, fight. Well, I didn't get my way, but I might as well see what happens. But not only is it the entire student body. We have Willie. 
coming in here. <laughs> Willie Taylor. Willie son Taylor. Son of Mrs. Taylor. And she's like, you know my mom's being investigated by the FBI now? And this is how you know that it's not Chloe in her state of mind because she is still confused. Why does everybody hate me? She would know. She's not that dumb. Once again, Chloe is Velma. She is better than this. This isn't her. This is her. How can you say this is her? That wouldn't make any sense. Joseph, she just looked confused on why people would be mad. She just wrote a story <laughs> that everybody read, and she's like, why are they pissed? She did kind of look at Willie like, why are you yelling at me? <laughs> she's like, I don't know who you are. Have I met you before? She was confused. Oh, you're from this morning. <laughs> That's what I mean. You're validating me here. She's not correct. Sorry, Chloe now goes up to Lana so while Chloe, everybody is like, yeah, Chloe's like, wow, did I? is it just me, or did I completely clear out the crowd? And, of course, Lana's like, no, it was you. I guess since you uh, turned your what? article what into she... personal gossip column. What? What did she say? No right one now? can stand being around you. Oh, so she turned it into a gossip column, not the torch. So she made it something different because this isn't her. I have so much evidence going on in this episode to prove that Chloe is not correct. This is amazing. I'm proving my point, everybody. Chloe is innocent. Nine years of the torch. She would never let us down. She will solve that story. The mystery, it's unheard of because Chloe is the best. (laughs) She's not herself. (laughs) She's not herself. Come on. That's insane. Nah, she's herself. That's crazy. She's just giving it to the villain, bro. This is you, man. This is what you would do. No. No, 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 no. No. If this was you, bro, you would so do this. I don't want this power. I want Purple Man's power. Jessica Jones, how Purple Man was portrayed in that, that's how Taylor is. (laughs) You're going to do this. If you are Chloe, if you are you in high school, charge of the torch, you're doing this. Seriously, no joke. Chloe is innocent. And by the way, let's continue this scene because Chloe is just speaking craziness. Oh, okay. Right. So Lana tells you, yeah, no one can stand being around you. And Chloe's like, well, at least you're still talking to me, right? For now. And then it's like, what's that about? That was weird that it seemed like Lana immediately picked up on it and was able to move away from Chloe when Chloe was asking a question versus Pete, who just had to stand there and then just say whatever he wanted to say about Clark and his powers. Lana was able to pull away, if you noticed. You think that had something to do with love, perhaps? Or she's a meteor freak and has some resistance. Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. Fine. You know what? Just... Whatever. Yes. <laughs> What's that about? I applied to the Paris School of the Arts. Belly. <laughs> they have a high school co- uh, college program. Chloe, I, I applied to Betty. And if <laughs> you'll never see me again. I leave in the summer. The summer, I got accepted. <laughs> I'm pressing in my French. Mm-hmm. I, oui. will, I will only eat cheese. Maybe <laughs> have a glass of wine. I am Lana at the Talon. <laughs> I mean, Atis. <laughs> Artist, Billy. <laughs> yeah, if I get accepted, I start in the summer. And Chloe's like, wow, I guess I'm out of the loop. When did you decide this? 
And now Lana is still continuing, saying, I've been thinking about it for a while now. Everybody has their families, you know, and I'm I'm not sure where I fit in. Dude, we got to pause because this is really old that she's bringing this up. Hey, Joseph. This is really old topic. Why are we bringing this up again? Do you remember a few episodes ago where I asked, hey, has Lana progressed at all this season? No. Exactly. We've gone backwards with her. I don't know if Clark did this to her mind or, or regress, Adam, I should say. But she is just not okay. And she is exactly like we we're going back to old problems where we thought she was over them and they're just being brought up once again. And that's why she's of course wanting to run away from her problems, like Luis wanting to be an actress somewhere. Instead, she's wanting to go to Paris. But that this, this is yeah this yeah, is Louise exactly this is her family this is what the women do this is disgusting I am agreeing with you and that's why Jesse I'm so disappointed that you <laughs> want this <laughs> Chloe's like but I always thought you were family uh come on Chloe like I know what everyone thinks of me that I'm driven and I'm self involved. Like, you have a job at the talent and you're part owner. I think everybody knows this by now that you have a, something serious going on. Yeah, you have like a different life. But no one hates you for it. Hey, Joseph, remember that badass apartment that I gave to that shithead Adam? Why don't I just go and live up there? Oh, she would kill herself in there. Wait. She already <laughs> lives with Chloe. What makes you think living by herself at her job is going to help? Because then it's her own place. So then she cannot believe what, that. What, do finger painting? <laughs> she can work on her art because she is an artist. <laughs> it's like that moment in Not Another Teen Movie, bro, when she's painting at the beginning, like an actual <laughs> painting board, and they turn around and it's just a stick figure with the sun in the house. <laughs> That's what I would walk into with Lana at the town. I don't know what she's going to do at this art school. Wow, and Lana looks really good. I applied for Paris School of the Arts. And also, how did she apply? Is this like an anybody gets in school? I need to know what the requirements are in order to be able to get in. They're letting her in because of her name. Sounds pretty cool. Do you think they're just letting her in because she's an American? And they're just like, we need more of these people that are outside of the country to come here so that we look good. So maybe that's why they're doing it. It's some type of, you know, extra checkbox that they get for the school. I don't know. Maybe, you know, maybe they get funding. I want to see the art that she submitted. I need to see what she sent in. I'm sure she had to submit something, you know, (laughs) you don't just get school in the arts. Just, I mean, or, I mean, you know how arts goes with that category. What is it? Could it actually be some, like a whole broad range of things? All right. That's fair. What is she doing? (laughs) (laughs) my only thing and you brought it up earlier is poetry maybe she's gonna when has she ever written poetry maybe study it when (laughs) study poetry so you're going to petty in order to (laughs) study poetry that's not that's not working for me i i need to know what's going on it says school of arts as if this is like a juilliard oh, dude she wants to be a social influencer that's not what was going on during this time oh, okay she wants to be a vlogger i really wish they would have just said best finger painter and i would just have let all of this go <laughs> she can paint 
with her feet. <laughs> Man. Lana's something else. I just can't wait to get out of here. That's what she says. I just can't wait to get out of here and go somewhere where people don't judge me. Who's judging and her? And I'm, dude. Who's judging her? I who do you notes. think you are, Who's Lana? I've never said anything like that about you, Lana. You never had to. Why have you never told me about this? Because I couldn't trust you. And now Chloe is completely hurt, devastated. Lana's bottom lip is quivering. Both girls are getting very sad. Chloe then turns away, walks away, and she is devastated. Lana is sitting there going, I'm glad I finally told her this. Yeah, you know what I'm thinking? Like, that whole time I'm like, she's, like, really easygoing on telling the truth there. It's like she felt that sensation, but she liked it. She, like, wanted that to happen. Well, she wanted somebody to know what she was doing. That Because, again, she was looking at the brochure for Betty by herself where she still was hiding it from everybody. So her being able to reveal it probably made her feel good as if some weight was lifted off of her shoulders. Yeah. Lana's life sucks. I I guess, but she makes it suck. Dude, it sucks pretty bad just all around. (laughs) No, she does terrible life decisions. (laughs) She did wish her parents to be dead. Yeah, we all saw her way. Oh, no, she she, sorry, she granted Martha's wish, and that's what caused her parents to die. And also, she chooses the wrong guys, and... She chooses the best... Are you kidding me? Adam is top 10. (laughs) R.I.P. my boy. I miss him so much. Oh Two episodes now without him? I'm going with their withdrawals. I'm not after this episode. Let's go to the Luther Mansion. Uh. Chloe is then sitting on the couch, and then Lex walks in, and she says, Hey, uh, Lex, why did you call me in here, and can you please stop wasting my time? Uh, I just want to be able to talk about your little field trip that you decided to take at the Luther Corp Lab. Maybe we can talk about this. Um, I wasn't there. You know, Chloe, I want you to tell me the truth here because Lex does now reveal that he knows that there was the mist that would then allow people to be able to get the truth. So he basically just says or confirms, I guess he did have cameras because he put two and two together or something because he says, you want to tell me about Clark's friends. That's true. (laughs) You want to tell me about your little field trip? To Luther Corp the other night. And of course she's like, yeah, it wasn't me. Okay. It's like, let me guess. You, no one can resist telling you the truth. What are you looking for? An apology? Oh, Chloe, you're being a bitch right now. Yeah, because Lex- this isn't her. <laughs> sure. She would not act like this whenever somebody is confronting her this way. Instead, she would be much more sly. But instead, it's very sloppy. It's very un-nine years-like. And that is why this is not her. But again, we have to let the scene play out because now this is Chloe then throwing in his face. Um, Whatever you think is going to try to help you, Lex, with getting those memories that your daddy raced. Because Lex does tell her, no, I don't want an apology. I want you to use it against my father. He's like, I don't think he would do this this much of an extreme to just if they didn't pose a threat to him, you know, because obviously he's part of the project. Chloe says, screw both of your games. I'm out of here. I don't want to be involved. Yeah. 
And Lex says, I feel like you're hiding a little more than what you're letting on here. And then Chloe stops at the door. Chloe would have immediately kept going, but her turning around means she wants the gossip because she's not like herself. But now she says, I don't know anything about what you're wanting to get out of the truth here, but I don't have any type of ability. So what exactly do you want? You let my father go. I don't want to help you at all. My dad did it, Chloe. God. I didn't do that. You know that's the truth, don't you? And, and now Chloe says, ah, like she's getting she's, a headache, meaning that a it's a little slight headache her. there or something. Mm-hmm. Look, meaning that my family's future is like just an endless game with you and your dad. It's like, come on. You're the only one who could give me the truth, Chloe. This isn't a game. This is real. <laughs> Why do you keep doing this to yourself, Lux? Okay. Okay, here we go. Why is she doing this? Because she's the villain. Okay. Why is she circling him now? Because she's the villain. She wouldn't do this. Are she you kidding me? She would. What just... season was it, Taylor, where she was the villain? Was it one or two, bro? It was both. <laughs> but if you're saying that when she won the award for top villain of the year, it was season two. That's right. But I'm just saying with her actually interviewing somebody, she wouldn't circle them like this. This is some weird type of camera angle going on. Lex is standing, she's doing a circle round, and she's just wanting to know the truth here. Why would you keep going on and on? Why can't you just walk away from everything with your father? Because, Chloe, he won't give me the one thing I want. And exactly what would that be? I want him to love me. And now we have the reveal that Lex sucks. (laughs) And now he's freaking out because he just told this secret and he looks somewhat kind of relieved, but kind of freaked out. And Chloe just looks at him kind of with pity. And so, like I said, I told you, remember, I kept telling you, though, he loves his dad. Did Lex did Lex think his dad fried his brain? Because, again, this is the (laughs) problem. Why would you still love your father? He did electroshock therapy. Who cares? I just want him to love me. (laughs) What? No! Oh my god, he bribed my ex-wife. I almost died in a plane crash. Dude. He didn't care about me. He loves me. I want him to love me. He lied about being blind. He's the best. (laughs) What are we talking about? This is ridiculous. (laughs) God. Damn, you're more mad than me on that. Well, that was so what? <laughs> that was the truth, right? That was the God's honest truth because Chloe asked, so he told the truth. It's, it's it's kind of baffling. It's crazy. Yes, I want Papa to love me. I baby bear, he <laughs> Papa bear, <laughs> love. God, why does he need it? Makes me sick. Why does he? <laughs> Oh my god. We go to Smallville Med Center. Thank God. Giving him off my screen. Yeah. Punch card, baby. Punch card. Punch card. Punch card. Punch card. Clark's on maybe like 50th. That guy that was sitting at the desk is punching his card right now. It's like another one, Ken. Oh, Clark, what's up, man? You new? No, I met you last week. Oh, you're right. Right. Sorry. I forget people. P, what are you doing here? Oh, Chloe said you had some story. No, I just told her that. The way she's been acting, I just the only way to get her to the hospital. So, Clark, so, 
developed a plan that he said to Chloe, hey, I'm going to be at the hospital. I have a major story going on. Chloe then called Pete and said, hey, why don't you go check it out? I don't trust the idiot. <laughs> That's exactly what happened. Because that man was like, because, hey, mind you, Clark's been manhandling Pete all episode. Yeah. He grabbed him by the arm earlier today. And now he's back. Pete, what are you doing here? My God. He truly just like shut him like, you need to get out of here. And Clark is in pushing him towards the elevator where he's like, you need to go. Uh, this is about Chloe. I need to get her here. So don't worry. I'm going to get you in the elevator. And as the elevator opens before Pete says, hey, you've already broke one arm. Please don't break the other. <laughs> Could take, I could take a hint, bro. I'll get out of here before the human lie detector shows up. Opens the elevator. Okay, dumbest scene in the fucking episode. We didn't see we didn't see a whole person in this elevator. And Chloe's like, oh, hey, Pete. Not gonna lie, the way she said, hey, Pete, though, I'd be like, oh, my God. Have the elevator. And look at him shot. freak Clark, out. Get out. It's like he's jizzing his pants right now. Like, ah. no, wait. Now, enough is enough. Everyone seems to be on the runaway from Chloe bandwagon today. Why you? I'm trying to stay away from you so I don't tell you the truth. And of course, Clark stops the whole elevator door. Like We can talk about this story later, Clark. Get out of the way. Right now, I want to know why you guys are playing such a def- zone defense on me. What is the big secret, Pete? All Clark really has to do now is get in between them so that then Pete doesn't reveal anything. But Clark instead just stands on the sideline being like, oh, yeah, I need to know these questions too. <laughs> like, he... What is was the point of him getting in the elevator if he wasn't gonna? Well, help? he can't use any abilities right now. To he try can to stand do... in front of Pete. Would it work? I don't know, but I'm willing to give it a shot. <laughs> Would it work though? I'm willing to try. <laughs> but he was like, just like open mouth, so all the breath particles. Clark <laughs> just like puts his head to his chest like a baby. <laughs> Don't say hey, another word. Hey, stop asking Pete stuff. He's not taking this too good. Like he doesn't, you know. Yeah, Clark tries nothing. He's just there to witness the gossip. What is the big secret, Pete? Pete freaks out and then immediately goes in for the kiss on Chloe, and Clark is just as shocked as everyone right now. It's like, uh. It's like, I'm in love with you, Chloe. I've been wanting to do that since the first day that I met you. Okay. Clark is then taken back here like, oh, hey. Whoa, this, this is, crazy. is crazy. What a day. <laughs> I'm glad I smoked before I got Another here. Another perfect day. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell? Another perfect day. Dude, he is so high. He's like, I'm really glad I got high for this. He's like, um, why didn't you tell me this sooner? He's like, because I knew the way you felt about Clark. Clark is standing there. What? Clark's huh, like, what? Uh, huh? <laughs> I never saw the point. So, yeah, I'm out of here. And I do feel bad because Chloe then starts running after him saying, Pete. And then Pete turns around and says, Chloe, just there's something wrong with you. Just take care of it, please. I can't be around you. And he immediately runs out the door. Chloe then turns around to Clark, looks at him like, are you going to do something? And then all of a sudden, we have a headache. And it is painful. And now the doctors come running in. What's her name, Clark? Are you going to sign her in? (laughs) Yeah, don't worry. Yeah, Doc, put her in room number three. (laughs) All right, Clark, thanks. (laughs) What kind of hospital is this, man? It's unbelievable. Also, room three, room three, lab three, uh-huh. and then who shows up after this? So, 
He loves the number three. <laughs> Level three in the plant? So he's Jim Carrey with 23, right? Yep. Everything goes into three. No, it's like Zombieland. Woody Harrelson just has to put the three on the on the car. Oh, okay. Well, this is a lot more than a car, though. <laughs> yeah, this, this is labs, labs, and medical rooms, and, <laughs> levels, and uh, levels. Yeah, so whole floors. I guess they could all resemble one thing: torture chambers, because that's what Lionel is all about here. And maybe a three is like he believes in some type of. Satanism. Yeah. Yeah, he throws up the triangle all the time. (laughs) So this is now Pete and Clark then talking. Pete's then saying that he is completely embarrassed about what he revealed to Chloe. And Clark is just sitting there going, Hey, Pete, how come you never told me about how you felt about Chloe? I thought we were best friends. Clark, it's not like I ever had a chance with her. Come on, man. What would make you say that? Because I'm always standing next to you. This is now going back to Velocity, where Pete would then talk about being in Clark's shadow. So now it kind of makes sense where we didn't think it was from the sports thing because that wouldn't make any sense. So what if truly it was only about Chloe? That should be cool. Exactly. That all he wanted. Stand out. In front of her. Be in the spotlight. So that he would feel appreciated and maybe she would then have attention towards him because now his name is Pete the Boss. So now I'm going back to that idea that maybe Pete did have a point as a 16, 17-year-old kid. I am 16 going on 7. But this is where he has a point of acting that way because it's all about a girl. And I can actually get behind that with him. And Clark's a dumbass still because he's told him this multiple times. Exactly, and I. It's like, why don't you? Why don't you ever tell? What are you calling? You're talking about. You had a chance. You got a chance, Clark. I stand next to you every day. You're like this tall, handsome white guy, (laughs) buff as shit. Oh, and by the way, I saw you guys make out several times because of the flower, and because whenever you're on Red Kryptonite. And we had worms that you and her were in the back of the seat and you guys were doing it. So it kind of bothered me. And that's why I didn't reveal anything. And Clark just sitting there going, I had no clue. (laughs) I would probably not tell him anything. I would probably try to get him to stop smoking. (laughs) Maybe. I'm not going to reveal that I have a crush on anybody to this guy. No. And he also, I thought a few episodes ago, he'd be the ultimate wingman. Now I think he would somehow betray you. (laughs) (laughs) He's my girl now. (laughs) He told me about his Hey, Pete, I talked to her for like a couple seconds. I like her now. (laughs) So, don't know what to tell you. Hey, Pete, you're never going to believe this. She was impressed because I lifted her with one finger above (laughs) my head. Can you believe it? What the hell, dude? <laughs> Can you do that? Oh, don't worry. She'll like your jump shot. <laughs> dude, that's so messed up because he would say... That's right, That's Cal, dude. That's Cal. That's, that's Cal, dude. That's dude. Cal that would be Cal going all the way. Like, yeah, I bet the girls love your jump shot, Pete. Yeah. And then, yeah, so Pete's just reiterating that he's standing in Clark's shadow and it's hard to get out of it. And Clark just does is kind of speechless, doesn't know what to say. But now, get off topic. We go 
to, oh, what are you researching on Chloe? It was like a Luthercore project called Levitas that she was researching. This retired military doctor claims he was part of the first test five years ago. John Doyle. John Doyle. Seems like a crackpot. It's our only lead, though. So now Clark is going to go try to find General John Doyle or Jake Doyle, something like that. And he was retired, so it's got to be tough to be able to find him because we don't know where he's at. But let's go to the Smallville Hospital where we have Chloe now getting a checkup from the doctor. The doctor then putting a thermometer inside of her mouth, taking it out and says, hmm, seems okay. You seem normal. I'll be right back. Leaves the room, and now we have somebody who also does not care about invasion of privacy in hospitals. It's because it's his lab, dude, Lab 3. So this is his private room. room three, sorry. And that's where Lionel Luther has walked through the door, and he says, Oh, hello, Miss Sullivan. I believe we have some things to talk about. Chloe has her cell phone, immediately puts it on voicemail, puts it behind her back, and starts playing. So that means she is now recording everything that is transpiring. Lionel is then asking her about the Luther Corp security cards, and Chloe then says, You know... I was just trying to help my dad, so I hear that you had him blacklisted. Of course I had that little bitch blacklisted. (laughs) He'll be lucky to find a job as a dishwasher. Oh, well, I warned you there'd be repercussions when it comes to having a man step on another man's toes. And now Chloe presses that button as if, I guess she's recording now. Yeah, she's calling her voicemail, and she asked a big question here now. Would you like to reveal this? Oh, you reveal it. (laughs) Did you and Morgan Edge kill your parents? Of course. Yeah, I had to kill them to get the insurance money, start up my business. Oh, oh Oh. no. No, Miss Sullivan, you should not have asked me that question. Oh, no, it's almost like I knew you had powers and I decided (laughs) to still come in this room. Oh, why would I do this? What? Okay, both Luthers knew that she had a truth ability and still allowed her to come inside of their home. They had no plan. All right, but yes. So going back to now her recording, exactly. This is the dumbest shit she ever did. Of her now asking about the Morgan Edge. This is parent. This is gonna be on my list of worst plans or best plan. No way. Kim family so has that one this year. Dude, probably. But I'm sorry you asked me that question, Miss Sullivan. That's very dangerous information for you to have. Why did you ask me that? Uh, well that's not important. This is. Of course, I did on their life insurance. Oh, we heard the recording back. I have your entire confession recorded on my voicemail. Why are we telling him this? Yeah. This is sloppy. This is the dumbest shit ever. She wouldn't do this. Best plan. She wouldn't do this. I have the entire confession recorded on my voicemail. She wouldn't do this. This guess, isn't her. Guess where it's going. Guess who knows the password. Me. Oh, hey. You've n- Hold on. My things have never been hacked before. Things have never been taken from me before. This is not what Chloe would do. She would immediately have hid that, just like she did with the vial that she hid from Lex Luthor when they came to Adam's apartment. Mm -hmm. She would have automatically put it behind her back, not even thread Lionel, because 
For God's sakes, they're in a hospital. She's not even set up on any machines. He's not going to be able to do anything right now. I mean... Just because it is his reserve room. Yeah, I'm going to say it could be. He's got him paid off, dude. I still don't think he would be able to really do anything because she's there's nothing wrong with her right now that they could see. Okay. Okay. But she uses that as the threat. She says, I'm the only one that has the password. Ha, ha, ha. And then she tries to leave where then Lionel then shuts the door and says, I'm impressed. But unfortunately, I don't respond to blackmail. But uh, you know what? This isn't going to help your father get his job back. So why don't you just cut the crap already? Information like this is dangerous. You know what? All I need you to do, Chloe, is one thing for me. I'm not going to help you talk to Clark. I don't want you to talk to Clark. I want you to talk to Jonathan and Martha Kent. And I want you to ask them one simple question. Where does Clark come from? Yep. And now we get the reveal, obviously, his old project with the same thing. He probably developed, started developing it because he wanted to use it on the Kents. And Chloe then, of course, what does she do? She agrees, which is something she would not agree to unless this is not Chloe. We've already seen the headache. She's already been infected. It's her, it's her, it's her, it's her, it's her. It's not, it's not, it's it not. Is. It's nine years at the torch. Now Clark shows up at a, looks like a broken down junk. Where would he like get this mechanic, address? Mechanic shop. Where would he get this address? Uh, he got it off of the Levitas stuff. How would he know where this guy is? Dude, he's an investigative journalist. <laughs> you need you. a lesson in manners. Clark is inside of this garage where a man comes up behind him with a gun. And guess what? This is the ex. Was it Sergeant? And he yeah, is. General or something. Yeah, and he is there and he is ready to pull the trigger. Clark says, Listen, man, I'm 17 years old. I'm not here to cause any trouble. I'm here to talk about Lionel Luther. I don't work for him. You can trust me. I heard you were working on a serum. I need to know the side effects. Can you please tell me exactly what you were working on? And now all of a sudden, the sergeant then walks over to his lovely campfire that's just in a wet area. That couch looks disgusting. <laughs> this is a good home. He is pouring coffee as if he is from Red Dead Redemption. And he has been out on the farm all day long. This is just crazy. This man is homeless. God. Dude, yeah, and he explains the whole story to Clark. And that he was basically part of the whole, yeah, the science research, developing the serum. And uh, he choked out because of the safety issues. It was, he didn't want to do anything with the project. Lionel basically blacklisted him as a psycho, got a dishonorable discharge from the military, and he's fucked. He literally has become a homeless dude, pretty much. And loot the corp. But yeah. The Clark guy says, says, that's a great story. Let me tell you that my friend actually was infected by this stuff. And now he says, "Do you have any, does she have any symptoms? Any headaches? And now Clark reveals, yes. All right, she's dead by morning. <laughs> what? What do you mean, dead? That's why I suspended the project, man. We, suspended, we suspected the gas would work, but <sighs> if you huff it, <laughs> but the toxicity levels... We're off the charts. So it's obviously toxic to them. And it's like, if you heat up the glass a certain <laughs> way, you can really get it. If you put your 
put your rock in here. <laughs> it's too much toxicity, but it's a good, it's a good high, man. It's a good high. It's like, no, we're talking about Levitas, right? Oh, Levitas, Levitas, yeah. I mean, this was, this was what, yeah, it came from that. Did you just take my rock? <laughs> Yo, man, where's my rock at? <laughs> I'm not letting you leave until I get my rock. Where's my rock? I saw it on my couch before you were here, man. Saw it on my couch before you were here, man. I would not talk to this You man. with Lionel? He owes me a lot of money, man. He owes me a lot of money. Oh, God. John Doyle, you're a hero to us all. <laughs> Clark Kent... More like crack camp, man. You better give me that shit. Hey, hey, Clark. Don't worry. I got what you're looking for. <laughs> it's in my outside fridge. Next What's that plugged into? Is it plugged into anything? Next to my wet couch. <laughs> he has an animal cage on top of the fridge. He has roaches on the seals oh of this fridge, dude. He's got bugs in there. Dude, I put in my notes, <laughs> I would never trust this man. Like, what? Yeah, I was working on something uh, as, like, a, a, basically an antidote before I was there, but never tested it. All right, you need to play this right now because... You know what's amazing about it is the fact of you think an antidote would be a normal-sized <laughs> needle. <laughs> that thing literally looks like... like it puts down a horse. <laughs> Bro, that's going to someone's ass. That's going to someone's ass, dude. It's like if I have to use it, how much do I give her? It's like that syringe puts down polar bears. <laughs> that's putting down a gator. That is putting that's, down a gator. Maybe a rhino. I've seen. <laughs> yeah, you want to give this to her, bro? It's the size of my forearm. What? Hit her with a full dose right in the heart. The needle's gonna go through her. From... I don't know if I told you, but she's five foot two. <laughs> oh, all of it. Make sure that needle's poking out through her back. I can't even trust <laughs> this thing is the biggest needle and syringe I've ever seen. I just love it because Clark's reaction to actually genuine there. He's like, whoa, well, how much do I give her then? He's like, oh, you wanna hit her with the full dose. And he's like, holy shit. <laughs> I'm too high for this one. <laughs> he's like, this can't be right. This can't be right. He's like, yo, John, did I see did I see snacks in your fridge? <laughs> he had a fridge on the outside next to uh a Is little... that just keeping it room temp? Is it cold there? Is it naturally cold in that fridge? It's not plugged in anything, dude. He had a fire going. It's clearly no heat in there. It's like a homeless man really having a mini fridge that's not plugged in. Oh, I got what you're looking for. <laughs> right. What if that wasn't even Mr. Doyle? What if that it wasn't even a dishonorably discharged that's, General Doyle? That's Jake. <laughs> the crackhead. What if he went schizo? Like, what if he actually was a psycho? And he made up a whole different name. He wasn't even John Doyle anymore. And the syringe or is Jake even Doyle medicine, it's Jello. <laughs> it's their homeless Jello. <laughs> they make some every week. They melt down the Jello from Lubies. <laughs> they put it. In. Don't talk bad about Lubies, dude. Hey, I'm not. That's why he has it. He loves that Lubie Jello. <laughs> hey, what are you throwing that out for? 
We know we're starving. That's medicine. <laughs> Yo, that's the good stuff. Oh, my God. Dude, All we right. were having a time with that. All right, off track. <laughs> that was honestly amazing. Clark, back at the hospital. Punch card number three maybe today. <laughs> hey, I'm looking for Chloe. It's like, oh, she uh, she actually left. She didn't act- She didn't check out properly. So, <laughs> and my God, I hate this moment here. Clark dude. looks up and Lionel's like, "Hey, dude, what's up?" <laughs> <laughs> what? Lionel, <laughs> who is dumb here? I don't understand. Everyone is He's dumb. He's up like the pizza, man. <laughs> He's like Lionel's. On- I think Lionel. I like John Glover. Maybe forgot he was acting. And he actually he was saw, in the of he a saw break. yeah, he was actually in the middle of a break, and he forgot he was in a scene, and he saw Tom, his buddy Tom over there, and said, "Oh hey, what's up? What's up?" And he's just Lionel's just on a phone call, and Clark sees Lionel. And Lionel Clark is not happy to see Lionel, but somehow Lionel looks at Clark. He's like, "What's up, dude?" Just on the phone. It's like, hey, hey, Lionel, dipshit, I know about your human truth serum, the Levitas Project. Lionel takes out the headphone, huh? What? What do you mean? Levitas. 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 That sounds French. (laughs) (laughs) I think I abandoned that project like five, seven years ago, man. What are you talking about? Walks away from him. Clark then says, you're lying, bitch. (laughs) Whoa, that's a provocative accusation, Clark. Especially coming from you. I don't believe you're here just to check on Chloe's health. What did you get her for to work for more questions again, huh? Oh, whatever I ask her to do, Clark, is in the search of the truth. Why would you ever think I would do otherwise? She might die. You couldn't care less. I couldn't. Yeah, he, thanks, you're right. Thanks for coming up to me and wasting my day. Can I get back to my phone call? And what is that look of Lionel afterwards? Like, oh... Oh, I kind of feel bad. I don't know. Like, I let you down, buddy? No, it was more like, why would he even come up to me? I have to get back to this business call. Because he said what's up to him before that. (laughs) That's why. Lionel, you dumbass. Lionel should have just said, Clark, next time say what's up back. (laughs) Okay? That's all I need you to do. Or just don't even acknowledge him. What? All right. You got to give him a head nod, dude. No. Lionel's an idiot. But now Clark has then walked away where he gets on his own cell phone contacting Chloe as she is now driving down the road inside of Gabe's car. She's not using her buggy. Ever notice that? Yeah, and she's also having major headaches and just swerving across the road because it's just not Chloe. She's not in her right state of mind. She gets the call. She gets the call from Clark. Chloe, it's Clark. Listen, you have to get back to the hospital right now. What you have might kill you. And of course, Chloe's like... You're just saying that so you could stop me. As she's <laughs> swerving inside stop of the grass. Stop you from what? Clark, do you know what like, it is like to look at your best friend every day and know that he is lying to you? I can't do this anymore. What? Do, do what? And now there's silence on the phone where then Chloe notices behind her a blue truck that is just hauling ass about to on her. On her ass, too. Yep. He passes her now. Gets to the side, pulls in front, Clark is screaming on the phone, Chloe, where are you right now? You have to let me help you. Like, you're going to die. Blue truck then gets in front, does a U-turn. We're doing game of chicken now. Yeah, now this is getting a dangerous game here. Clark is in panicking going, Chloe, what's going on? Chloe then pulls off the side of the bridge, and now we have another bridge incident. Dude, how many times? I think this is a different bridge, though. Yeah, no, it's uh, actually definitely a different bridge because they say it. 
But I do want to say that this then boy comes is Willie. Willie Taylor. Wants to ram her car off of the bridge. Because guess what? My mother doesn't deserve to be in jail. She, um, she does. <laughs> does she? Kinda. All right, so... I'm going to, before we get to it, because obviously Willie then, he's revving up that engine. He's about to ram the shit out of Gabe's car. And then now Chloe is about to go off that bridge. Willie's like, you ruined everything for me. Let's go to the commercial break where Taylor can ask a simple question here. And that is, if you are Willie, why would you ever need to know something that your mother did when she was a teenager 30 years ago? And if she was the driver and truly did not know what was going on, sure enough, Fight Club. But my point is, that's not something I would ever tell my kid. No. I'm not ever telling my kid that. And by the way, I'm not telling anybody that I'd probably, either. honestly, if anything, I might wait till they're older. I'm also going to say this. Why am I going into hiding? I was the driver. Nobody saw me. <laughs> Maybe so. Was it my car? Because then, okay. But I could just get rid of that. But my thing... I mean, it was definitely linked to her somehow if she had to go to hiding. Okay, I'm going to say then vehicle. But I do want to then say, thank you for agreeing. I would never tell my child either this. So let's hold on to that thought. Yeah. As the car is hanging off the bridge. Yeah, and so Willie is just literally trying to ram Chloe off the bridge. And just keeps revving his engine. Chloe is freaking out. She's trying to get out of the car. Of course, the front door is not opening. Um, hey, Chloe, why don't you unlock it? Well, yeah, I don't know what's going on, but why obviously she has a headache. And then look, she just passes out, and her face is off the or her foot's off the brake, face is on the window, and now Willie's definitely about to ram her over. Backs up and gets ready for it. Yep. And then here we have Clark speeding over here, finally found him. Managed to basically do a whiplash on Willie because he held the back end of his truck. Stops then- the truck. Willie hits his head on the steering wheel. Willie's knocked out. Clark then pulls Chloe's car down, pulls it up and says, look at me. I'm the savior. He lifts this red car up. and he The way he lifts it, it is so funny. Yeah, I know. He could have done this a much better way. Much better for the back. He then <laughs> rips the seatbelt off of her, pulls Chloe out and says, I got to rip your shirt off. Pink bra, let me pull out the horse needle. <laughs> and now he's about to stab her in her Pulp chest. Fiction time jesus that thing is jello <laughs> luby's jello yeah she's about to be filled up dude yeah and then yeah we get a whole look at that needle mark oh my god i do want to say this if we stop it at the perfect time <laughs> you will notice that as chloe wakes up from this shot <laughs> Clark does not look at her face first. <laughs> Instead, he looks at her boobies. He sure does. So uh-huh. it's at 37.9, 37, Yeah, is where you're going to be able to find Clark doing it. But once again, he's very concerned about Chloe, but he also says, nice pink bra. Yeah. Nice pink lace. Where'd you get that from? Looks like it's no longer Victoria's Secret. <laughs> Am I right? <laughs> he then looks at the camera. <laughs> mm-hmm. Now we go to Luther Corp. And oh, two visits in one week. Lex walks through the doors of Lionel's office and he's like, Oh, if you just wanted to know about one of my old projects, you could have just came to ask. 
So it was Lionel's project then. Yeah. The truth serum was. Mm-hmm. So that was not Lex. That was just him wondering what is. So Lex then used something that his dad was trying out in order for himself to then get an edge. Man, I don't I don't know. Lex can't even come up with his own tricks. He's got to steal somebody else's. And he just wants his papa to love him. He's disappointing me all around this episode. This is like last episode with John. Why am I seeing these guys become weak? It's cool. No! I love it. I love it so much. God, did Jarrell affect all of them? Mm-hmm. Jesus. Such a good influence. I'm trying to understand, Lex, why you would be so desperate to learn the truth that you would resort to using a dangerously unstable drug. I guess the truth has never really held much merit for you. Dad. Now I'm losing my patience, Lex. I'm about to spank you. You are constantly defensive with me, and I don't like it. Now tell me, damn it, what is it you want from me? Does it matter what I want? Yeah. Because you know what? You know what, Dad? I'm not going to get it. <laughs> it's exactly what, what he says, hell? dude. It's like exactly what he means, man. And then Lex turns around and walks out of the office. Lionel's insane. They're going, I don't know what he's talking about. Wow, cool. Let's go to the Clark Barn. And now we have Chloe back to her weird fashion sense. And Chloe is now back to her normal self. She was able to be awake from the syringe that Clark was able to inject in her chest. She is now doing a-okay. Clark now is then asking how she is. She says she's a little shaky, but I'm totally truth serum free. And she even acknowledged what you said. Pulp Fiction. Thank you for Pulp Fiction me. Pulp Fiction me. Hey, you know what? And I'll give you, you know, your whole little argument of her, because there's another point you could make, is because actually, like, with true serum, people act, like, drunkish, kind of, like, loopy. You're right. They do. Hmm. So it does uh, alter the mind. So it would mean that Chloe is the victim in this entire episode. And that defenses one and two are flawless. And Taylor has won his case. Potentially. And the criminal justice system. <laughs> sexually based defenses are considered especially <laughs> heinous. All right, dude. Get back to the scene. Sorry. And now we have Chloe then saying, I no longer have that in my system. I no want to thank you. me. <laughs> uh, did you hear what happened to William? Willie. Yeah. Between his mother's past and her arrest, he took quite a hit, Chloe. Clark is now explaining Chloe is then devastated. I never meant to hurt him. Liar. You know what, Chloe? His mom's the one who should have told him. <laughs> yeah, you know what? Well, now I think about it. Yeah, that piece of shit should have just had his mom tell him in the first place. Hey, Joseph. What did you agree with <laughs> when it came to about... Five, ten minutes ago, about how Willie's mother should not have told her child that <laughs> because why would she? And Clark, then now coming into this scene, yeah, her fault. I think he honestly is just saying bullshit just to make Chloe feel better. Honestly, okay. you know, because what? he does say a lot of things after this, too. And That's... I'm just like, why do you keep, why are you saying that? Why are you saying that? Okay, you know what? If you're wanting to say that, okay. 
I will happily accept that because otherwise he's an idiot. <laughs> All right, he's high as balls. But <laughs> stop that's the thing eating that, Martha's pies. But that's the thing about the truth, Chloe. It's bound to come out sooner or later, you know. So Chloe is now still devastated as he walks by. Then I guess it's my turn to come clean. Clark then turns around. Chloe walks up. When you found me on the bridge, I was on my way here. Clark then is now looking. Go on. All the questions you would never answer, I was planning on asking your parents. Clark then takes a deep breath. Okay. Turns around. Turns around. Oh, my God. (laughs) Chloe then says, you're not going to turn your back on me. Look, Look, I know I'm sorry. Has become a recurring motif in our relationship. It's like, no, 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 Chloe. I appreciate your honesty, but you weren't yourself. Boom! You are not yourself, Only because Only because Tom said it. No. Only because Tom said it. I'll agree with it. It further validates the innocent. Chloe, you are forgiven. You are still the greatest. Nine years at the torch lives on. You are number one, Velma. Continue the tradition of nonstop greatness. No. I really wish I could believe that, Clark. But there have been so many times when my curiosity has gotten the best of me. And maybe this is just who I am. No, you're just going after the truth, Chloe. There's nothing wrong with that. Unless it hurts the people you care the most about. Clark then looks at her, yeah. (laughs) I'm just afraid, you know, there's going to be that point where I'm not going to get a chance to say sorry next time, maybe. Clark's still looking. Yeah, come on now, though. Well, today's, today's not that day. Today's not that day. You turn that frown upside down. <laughs> come on, little idiot. <laughs> Give me a hug. Big ol' hug and boom. Oh, Chloe's so happy, breathing his armpit. Because she knows. No, that wasn't even like a. <sighs> that was yeah, a, I know. It's a it's a satisfied like very. It was like my friend forgave heartwarming me. Heartwarming hug. It was my friend forgave it me. It was. It was a nice hug. Are you happy? Yes. Now let's go to the prequel of Paris. Oh, Italian, <laughs> Clark, thanks for coming by. It's like I haven't gotten many phone messages from you lately. So I thought I'd come with the one that you finally left. Yeah. <laughs> um, I thought I would be able to tell you because I wanted to show you this, Paris. I sent in my application last week. Lana, you're not an artist. <laughs> uh, Lana, why? <laughs> this is an art school. I don't, underst- I don't understand. <laughs> he just says, I sent in my application last week. Uh, I don't understand. Do you want to see other people? <laughs> Here we go, yeah. <laughs> I don't understand. Is this because you want to see other people? I'm, I'm leaving, I'm Clark. leaving, Clark. Um... <laughs> Because of other people? It's like, is this because of me? No. no. Um, dude, are you fucking serious? It is definitely because of him. Hold on. I would leave this town because of him. This is also my other problem with it, though. <laughs> You're going to be gone for the summer? <laughs> I'm going to see you in two months? <laughs> yeah. I'll see you at the start of senior year. <laughs> Yeah. Have fun in June and July. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. She's not going to be gone forever, you dope. What a clingy piece of shit. What is going on? Why you need her around all the time? (laughs) Yeah. So you could torture her more? You look like she was gone forever. What, you can't steal any kisses now, weirdo? (laughs) What am I going to do without unwanted kisses? 
Alicia's in prison. I I don't want to touch Chloe like that. She gave me a hug and I had to take a shower. <laughs> Seriously though, but if Chloe gave me a hug, I'd allow it. I would let her do a lot of things. Brand Remember me. that lollipop? Oh, don't ever bring that scene <laughs> up to me ever. That look, we're getting away from the real issue here. It's my wallpaper. <laughs> Because of everything, actually, Clark, you know, it's like, I'm beginning to feel like I need a fresh start. And well, what about your life here? What about all your friends? Well, maybe I'll wind up in Smallville eventually. In two months. <laughs> in two months. Um, I'm not understanding here. But I don't think I can be happy. I don't think I can be happy, you know, just wondering if there's something else out there. And Clark's like, hmm, I still don't get it. Why didn't you tell me sooner? Because I didn't want anyone to talk me out of it. And I knew you would be able to. And the truth is, you're the only person that could. Clark is now looking at me like, so you do want a date. (laughs) So you're saying there's a chance. Hey, do you want he like leans in? <laughs> <laughs> he leans in for the kiss. What if he made it as awkward as Oh, you don't want to do that? Oh, what, you? what if he made it as awkward as Whisper when he was in the truck blind? But he could actually see her. He's like, so you love me. I love you. I'm just Babe. I'll see you in two months. I'll see you in two months, babe. I get it. Well, you, you want to see other people over there? It's cool. It's cool. But when you're back, you're with me. All right. So, Have your fun. Yeah. The rules are <laughs> we won't talk to each other while you're away, and we won't discuss what happens while you're away. What happens to Betty stays with Betty. Joseph, she's gone for two months. They're acting like that she's never coming back. No, she'll wind up in Smallville eventually. In, in two months. In August. <laughs> in August. In August, eventually. <laughs> Dude. I feel like I'm witnessing like sixth graders or something. <laughs> like like maybe fifth graders. You know, they go from that transition to middle school. You know, she was struggling reading two episodes ago. Maybe she didn't read the we brochure. We're truly right. regressing. Like we're going backwards. Maybe the brochure like threw her off. August. <laughs> what if it was in French? <laughs> Clark, I'm different now. <laughs> She applied under disability. <laughs> she had the horse problem. She had. She clearly has some type of dyslexia. It'd be awesome if she's like a disability orphan. <laughs> <laughs> that is a disability. That is definitely a disability. Oh, she God. got abandoned not once, not twice, but three times. Clark, Clark and Lana are making this too and easy. And now she's doing self-abandonment. So... It's like, I think she's addicted. First it was parents, Nell, Henry, now herself. Louise. <laughs> sure. <laughs> no one talks about her because she died a whore. Remember, that was a one and done episode maybe, because that's all a good whore story is worth. Maybe that's how Lana wants to go out. 
in style. <laughs> Some style, I must say. Let's go to Smallville High. For the last scene. And now, we're, we're at, at the, the torch. torch. We're at the torch. And we have Chloe walk in, doing some late night work, of course. And she checks her voicemails. And this goes back to her dumbest move of all time. She gets a message. Thank you for using Canscom. You have one message. Let's go. Security code is 1234. Good one. Did you notice that? <laughs> Watch her code. Watch her code. One, two, three, four. Yeah. That's... And who's the message on it? Oh, hello, Miss Sullivan. It's only me, Lionel. Um, no need to look to for that uh, conversation we had earlier, because that's gone. And, uh, well, that's it. No need to call back. If it's anything like your voicemail code, I was able to solve it with one, two, three, four. So, bye. That's why Chloe probably, with his voicemail, doesn't even remember. Her reaction is like, wait, what? Did I do something? Did I record something? What was erased? I don't know what's going on. It kind of seems that way. Yes. But, no. No, she, no. she's She's an open target now, dude. No, no, she's innocent. She has no leverage. Innocent. Chloe has proven once again she is the best character. She shows that no matter what, even when an episode wants to make her bad, she stands above it. She knows how to find stories. She knows how to make everybody reveal their deepest, darkest secrets. And you know what? If Clark Kent was able to do his job, a woman wouldn't be in prison. And neither would her son in juvenile detention, which also means he's probably going to die. Because as we have known from Willie, he hung out with his mother while at Smallville High. I can only imagine what juvenile detention is going to do to this boy. So anyways, end of truth. Got the end credits, right? And we had our Chloe episode. It's all said and gone. Next episode is actually pretty good, too. Episode 19, Memoria. I don't remember that one at all. Dude, I, I kind of remember it like, a little bit. Like, I have bit, no clue. But you'll definitely enjoy it. I think you should enjoy it. But, um, yeah, we get reappearance of Dr. Gardner. We get back on the storyline with Lex and his memories. So we finally get to see progress on that. And it's crazy because, Joseph, we have four more episodes left. Four more episodes left. We got to plan our finale, dude. We got to plan our rewards soon. Man, we're, we're approaching season four. Everyone, ladies and gentlemen, they, them, you know. And everyone says season four is when it gets good. I don't remember anything with season four. I don't know season five nor six. I really don't know those. Season four, better rock my socks. Because with season three, man, it's been it's been a little bit of a chore. It got that way. Got we had some good stuff, but... Thank God for Adam. Thanks again for listening to Somebody Save Me Podcast. Again, this is the two nerds, your wonderful hosts. And we'll be back again for episode 19 next week. Make sure to follow us. We've already told you multiple times. Don't make us tell you again. Make sure to keep uh, following our Twitter. Comment on the YouTube. We obviously reply to that too. And uh, thank you again for listening. We'll catch you next week. Adios.